This is the Data Privacy Detective, and uh, today we're going to talk about disaster avoidance. And for that purpose, we have with us Dr. Gleb Sapersky. Gleb, thank you uh, for joining us. Thanks so much for having me on, Joe. It's a pleasure. Well, it really is, and we've done things together before. You're this. You're, you're the chief executive officer of Disaster Avoidance Experts. Uh, it's a, a company in Columbus, Ohio. And briefly, what what uh, what does your company do? Well, like the name says, we help leaders and organizations avoid disasters in all sorts of areas. Our expertise is helping folks avoid people disasters, whether it's problems with lack of a succession plan or key employees leaving, whether it's helping leaders and organizations implement various change initiatives, such as data security and privacy. You know, a lot of people don't want to change their current ways of doing data security. Well, change is challenging, isn't it? And uh, you, you know, you're you're not a uh, you're not a computer scientist by background. You're what happens when you put people together with businesses and issues, and, and how does it go wrong? And you're kind of focused on the people. <laughs> Do I get that right? You're absolutely right. Yes, my background is in the combination of cognitive neuroscience and behavioral economics. So I've been a professor in this area for. Gleb, you, you've been on CBS News, NPR, Psychology Today, Time, a lot, a lot of the, uh, the great sources and published a great deal. And I understand you have a new book out called Never Go With Your Gut, How Pioneering Leaders Make the Best Decisions and Avoid Business Disasters. So we'll, uh, and that's, uh, is that in publication now? It's July 2019. And uh, can we pre-order? November 2019. And thank you for your endorsement of the book. Joe, I appreciate you writing a little blurb for the back cover. Yes, so it's going to be coming out with Stereo Fest in November 2019. And it's going to be talking about these people issues, why people make such bad decisions, and how can you as leaders prevent your followers, your subordinates from making these bad decisions. Well, let's jump right into it with data privacy. I mean, uh, data privacy and cybersecurity, Glover, uh, are these matters where, uh, you know, if a business doesn't handle it correctly, it can lead to a business disaster? Absolutely. So it can lead to business disasters, and we know that one of the biggest, biggest data breaches wasn't with Equifax. And of course, you have the problem not only of the data breach itself, which led to millions, many, many millions of people having their information stolen, but also the Equifax leadership covering it up for several months. And that was another, you know, the cover-up is just as bad, it's not even worse than the initial data breach because of the very poor way they handled it. The CEO and much of the executive team ended up getting fired. Equifax lost billions of dollars from its value, market value, because of its reputation. Reputational disaster, and you know there are others. Uh, I'm a lawyer, and of course, DLA Piper, one of the great law firms of the world. Uh, some individual accidentally did something that resulted in shutting down their entire computer system for, I think, almost a month. I mean, these these things can really be disasters. So let me ask you this first, Cleb. Um, the weakest links. Let's focus on the weakest links. Uh, they're usually individuals. Uh, 
uh, who, who do something wrong. They could be a contractor to a company. They could be an employee, a secretary, a messenger, who knows what. So how, you know, how, how can a business uh, avoid these uh, attacks? Uh, what, what should we focus on? Uh, and, and, you know, one of the things I've seen is people generally seem overconfident that they're, they're not going to fall victim to these things. So why, why are people overconfident about their own ability to avoid getting uh, sucked in by something like phishing? That's with a P-H, not an F, a P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G, uh, you know, getting sucked into these fake emails and then malware attaches, ransomware and so on. You know, why are people so overconfident? There is a phenomenon, technological phenomenon, that one of the cognitive biases are over hundreds of decision-making errors which we tend to make because of how our brain is wired. And the overconfidence bias shows that we all tend to be vastly overconfident about our ability. Just intuitive. That's how we are evolved. It helps us survive, I can say, so that we do things that we wouldn't otherwise. But it also causes us to be very arrogant about our ability to avoid fishing and avoid other sorts of problems. So because people are overconfident, they don't tend to intuitively pay attention to these emails and they tend to trust emails way too much. And they tend to trust their own abilities way too much. So this overconfidence bias results in them opening up malware. The city of Baltimore right now is doing tax and land transfers by hand because just some clerk in a city office opened up a phishing email and then hackers are demanding a great deal of money in order to enable Baltimore to function again. That's an example of overconfidence and how bad it can be if we don't take steps to prevent it. Right. And, uh, well, you know, and, and, you know, businesses do training, they do various things to get people to understand uh, how to avoid these problems. But why do people resist change? You know, why, why do they resist uh, complying with company policies uh, about data security and, uh, and privacy? So what companies do wrong in doing So uh, how do you build emotion then, uh, emotional response and listening into uh, training? The first thing to do is to show people how disastrous it would be for them as a individual if they actually allow such a thing to happen. And that's called local version. So you actually have to appeal to one of the biases. We tend to want to avoid losing stuff much more than we want to gain stuff. So if you personally show people, give them stories, people really resonate very strongly 
with stories, stories that you for emotions the fruit of the enemy. Show them a story of how somebody, an individual, just like themselves, you know, a frontline employee, lost a lot by a lot by clicking on the phishing email and allowing the breach to happen. So get them to resonate with that. Then talk to them about how what kind of penalties there would be for them if they violate company policy. Talk to them about how there will be spot checking and how there will be evaluations of how well they as individuals comply with company policies. So make sure that there are these stories and see immediate penalties for these problems. And then appeal to their pride. So people, you know, you want to appeal to some positive things and you want to appeal to their pride. How they should be proud of following these guidelines, of being wise about avoiding phishing emails, and if you appeal to their side, that's the third thing that you should do. Appeal to their side, that will be those three points whenever I help companies implement change initiatives about data security. These are the three things I talk about, and they have a really high rate of improving compliance among the employees on data security and privacy initiatives. Well, that's just excellent advice. You know, we all love stories, and there's a reason for that, because we can relate to them. We, we all have our own stories, and it's, it's sort of like the advice you get in, uh, you know, first, first class in uh, fiction writing or nonfiction writing, for that matter, show, don't tell. You know, if somebody's telling me what to do, I immediately have my backup, I think a lot of us do. But if somebody's saying, well, let me share a story with you, we can say, oh, I can relate to that. That's, that's, that's what you're driving at, I think. Well, let me ask you this then for company leaders, you know, the, often uh, cybersecurity and data privacy gets turned over to the IT department or somebody as though it's a mechanical issue. And of course, it's much more than that. So how, how can those who lead company data security and privacy initiatives encourage employees to comply with company policies that will avoid disasters? Excellent advice, Gleb. Thank you. Any any final comments? Uh, so much more to learn in this area, but uh, any final comments as we uh, head for home here on this podcast? Sure. So for helping folks improve their decision making, check out the book "Never Go With Your Gut," which is on pre-order on Amazon right now. And if you want to learn more about making wise decisions, check out the Master Avoidance Expert slash subscribe, which gives you access to access to the wise decision maker course. It's a big course for anyone who wants to learn how to make wise decisions and especially how to help people around them, their employees, make wise decisions in data security and data privacy and any other areas relevant to business. 
Well, thank you, Gleb, and I'll conclude our podcast today, as I always do, with this comment, protecting your personal data begins with you. Thanks, Gleb. We'll see you soon. Take care.